0: The Good People Effect is something very special that happens when we surround ourselves with the right people to help us grow. The show is based on three main pillars, which are creativity, adventure, and purposeful living. My intention is to create positive momentum in the direction of real human growth, and I believe by taking a glimpse into the lives and minds of good people through deep conversations, we have the opportunity to open ourselves up to immense growth that can be later injected back into this crazy world. This is more than just another podcast. It's an energy of intentional growth that's been manifested from the beauty of the creative spirit, the call for adventure, and the power of purposeful living. Healing journey myself, and I spent a lot of time in the jungle, and these guys were on a student apprenticeship program. So they were learning how to work with the medicine to heal people and help people uncover you know, lessons and, and help them on their own growth and healing journey. So I'm, we're speaking about ayahuasca. We talk about our own experiences, but we're doing it with a lot of respect and a lot of uh, positive energy. We're sending out good vibes into the world and, and trying to share some of our insights and, and lessons we've had from these voyages with the plant medicine. So we kept journals and we decided to get together one day uh, like a, not too long after one of the ceremonies while everything was still fresh in our minds and discuss our experiences in detail. We talk about lessons we've learned, we, we, we look at and we talk about psychedelics uh, in a ther- therapeutic context and how that's becoming more of a thing in today's world. We talk about creativity and having the space to be creative and what that means. Uh, good vibes, good energy and the importance of those moments. And just a lot of lessons, just lessons, lessons upon lessons that we've learnt, and and just and it was just an interesting discussion. So it does go for a while, but if you've got the time and space for it, uh, to open up your heart and mind to this chat, and just you know to come to this this conversation with an open mind, then I really think you can get something special and beautiful out of it. And I just want to let you know this was recorded deep within the jungle, so that you will hear some insects, you'll hear some rain, maybe a few birds. Uh, just just bear with me because the quality of the show is always dependent on the situation and I always strive to make it the highest quality as possible and it will continue to improve for you guys. I just wanted to throw out as well, if you haven't had a chance to support the show and you are enjoying what you're hearing, please head over to thegoodpeopleeffect.com and on goodpeopleeffect.com you'll be able to support me just by visiting the new website and, and checking it out. Maybe even let me know what you think.
1: Yeah, if I could explore my art down here, that would be incredible. And then like, and then the music's obviously going to be there. And I think like, like, I feel like if if Aiden and I moved down here, Aiden would kind of like, we'd both be really focused on music, but then Aiden would do his like, his hip hop as well. And I would do like more focused on like yeah. art and stuff. And yeah, if I moved down here, I'd be out.
0: all about like the filmmaking and developing yeah. the skills. Like, that's the kind of thing that you want to be doing Man, It'd life. be so
1: synergistic, like just, yeah, just you all that stuff together.
0: Maren was saying that you may be interested in <laughs>
1: Find a place down here with us. I mean
0: I'm not I'm never like close to ideas. Yeah, so like yeah. if you guys have an idea and I'm I'm kinda like financially trying to figure out my next steps. Right. I'm yeah. Trying to I want to put a lot of time and energy into the podcast. And okay. getting that really at a point where I'm getting some interesting conversations going on a regular basis and like just getting as much film into it as possible right. and just adding ideas to it and hopefully trying to make like a living from it.
1: Well yeah. the thing is man like Especially down here, it's like this is a pretty decent home base because you've got Floristral there, like people are coming in all the time, new people, really interesting people. Like the girl right now that just came in, uh, I don't know if you could get her on a podcast, probably anonymously, but she does underground psychotherapy appointments with uh, patients on mushrooms.
2: Was the girl from Calgary?
0: uh No, oh. she's from Oh, mother, or- oh the guy that just came yeah. yeah, she gave me some beautiful chocolate last night. She was beautiful, so. Oh, the, the one really that's nice. living with you. Not just because she had chocolate. She's <laughs> the the one that's chocolate. living with you,
1: or different? Oh one? no, different one. Oh, okay, okay. Are yeah,
0: you yeah. talking about the
1: one with no, 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 no. the different one. She's like yeah. kind of soft spoken. You went by
2: past me the water.
1: But yeah, just like there's so many interesting people that come th- through this place, and yeah. it's just like. And then being able to like actually spend the time where it's like, okay, you basically, you have a shelter, you're not really paying much for energy and stuff. If it's solar panel, I mean, you got an outhouse and stuff, you get your water from the river. So yeah. like your, your living expenses are pretty minimal. Yeah, And then you've got all the time to spend on like being creative with like a podcast or with art or whatever. Yeah, And then you've got this influx of people all the time that are just interesting. That's like, even if you're not interviewing them or they don't want to talk on your podcast, like they still are like sparking expanding your, yeah. your horizon yeah sparking yeah. Yeah. questions and stuff
0: like i feel like i've already learned so much just by listening to people and i kind of had this thought today and the thought was really interesting it was like well i thought it was it was like everyone's actually a teacher of mine like, yeah. every single person i come across no matter how good or bad i perceive them as which yeah. is obviously like a trick in itself but like yeah. however i perceive a person it's like there's always something to learn of someone you know even some stuff about yourself just yeah, how you yeah. handle certain situations or like you know some information some of their experiences that they share but you need to be willing to like listen
1: i can't remember who told me i think it was happy that was saying that uh it's like a buddhist thing that once you hit enlightenment you just disappear and it's like i think that's very true it's like once you get to enlightenment it's like you, it's, just, it's just such a supreme state of being where it's like I mean, A, how, how do you even know you've reached enlightenment once, you're at, once you've gotten there just because it's like nobody knows how to define it because in, unless you get people that are like, I'm enlightened, and then I really don't think those people are enlightened if they're like going around telling people that they're enlightened. Yeah, for sure.
0: So then I don't know Do you feel like you would be able you, to get to a point of enlightenment and not go around and tell people and just like you just might have a feeling inside that that's where you're at? Or even if you don't, do you think you could be there without realizing
1: yeah, I think there's there's the possibility for the latter, mm. that you could be there without realizing. I mm. think as soon as you start uh, attaching yourself to the thought that you're enlightened, all of a sudden it's like, well, I, I view enlightenment very much as a state attached to the ego, right? And so like a state of egoless, I guess. And so the closest I would say to enlightenment is, yeah, on ayahuasca, uh, because it's like it really like chemically changes the brain functioning in a way that makes you lose your ego and yet you can minimize that but like especially as soon as you're like oh i'm enlightened that's your ego talking Mm -hmm. isn't it Mm -hmm. so it's like yeah you could be unaware that you're in the point of enlightenment because your ego is not speaking up and and you can reduce the ego to a point where it's like yeah perhaps like monks that have spent years and years meditating that like that can set themselves on fire and stuff like maybe they're at a point of enlightenment just just in the way that they're like they're not attached to anything not even like physical physical pain right Mm
2: -hmm. yeah i think
1: like the like people who have
2: actually reached that point of enlightenment and there probably isn't that many because it's such a hard thing to attain but like i think that people like who have reached enlightenment exactly like just like stop caring very much for life and we'll just go meditate in a cave for the Mm -hmm. next 30 years or like something like that like do some very very extreme things because they have literally no attachments like you're saying even to the life itself right
1: well and that's why a lot of monks for example, will, will not engage in like sexual activity and stuff like that. It, from my understanding is because like, until you can get to the point, because if the, if the goal for them is, is seeking enlightenment, I guess depends on what areas you're looking at. Uh, but if the point is to seek enlightenment, then I mean, you don't want to be lusting, right? You don't want to be pursuing sex, but if you can reach enlightenment, uh, presumably, then yeah, you can do all the drugs you want. You can have all the sex you want. And, And you won't feel attached to any of those behaviors. But for me, it's like to get to that point where you've transcended physiological conditioning where it's like Mm. people are meant to be addicted to having sex people are meant to be addicting to have addicted to having like a release of serotonin and dopamine and motivates people and so to say that someone can get past the point where it's like eating a great dinner isn't like something that's a motivation to them and that they have no motivations because they're completely aligned like i i don't know i don't
0: i i really do still see a positive element to that like having like being able to like go without sex for a period of time oh, yeah. and like practicing discipline and that comes back yeah. to that sweat lodge thing i was telling you about it's like yeah. you know it sucks in there and you know it's hot you just want to get out but then like you go through it it's like a challenge you work past it and then yeah maybe enlighten my mind about the term and i'm not really like i like to go am like a ton of research and exactly like the meaning behind it and maybe people have different meanings of it uh, or see it in a different way but i mean even if you're doing the right actions to move towards something like that even if you never mm-hmm. become like i'm enlightened now yeah but you're still like you know doing things that might give you enlightening moments in life yeah then that's that's always a good thing to strive for at the same oh, time.
1: and i think that it's like a, it's a beautiful journey i mm-hmm. just don't think that the end point for myself is possible and like that's Aiden yeah. and i'd like yeah. disagree on this so, yeah. like we've yeah. had this conversation before but yeah regardless it's like yeah it's, it's a beautiful path and i think part of that is is doing meditation and part Mm -hmm. of that is like experiencing different levels of consciousness through uh medicine like ayahuasca or like peyote and stuff like that just to understand that it's like oh shit this this is a place that my mind can get to and i like that that's part of what i was journaling about as well was like look like this this is the goal right here it's like it gives us a little taste of the goal and now we can do everything in our power to try to get back to this point uh whether we use medicine uh like ayahuasca or we use meditation or yoga or or whatever
0: yeah yeah and i feel like i don't know how how it is after a couple of weeks like after the experience of an ayahuasca ceremony like how if it like like it's like for me that's still the unknown and that's for me it's like super excited to to see that because i'm seeing every day develop with new kind of thoughts and answers and different ways of thinking that I never had before like I, I had but they were kind of like in a subdued state right and now it's kind of like I've had the permission to be able to explore these ideas right which mm-hmm. is like super like it's
2: almost just like before when you had these ideas there was no like emotion or like empathy to these ideas and now that you have more emotion towards them or more feeling mm. it's like you can deeper explore them kind of
0: yeah you give them a bit more value and yeah, you you, yeah. G- you connect these kind of feelings to them it's super interesting and that's kind of like i don't know that's kind of i guess the good thing about writing these journals that we did because it's like you write a couple things down it's but at the same time like it's hard like we're talking about before like to like your hand starts shaking yeah the words like the pen runs out like the words coming out all scribbly you really need to focus and that's what you said earlier like going into these realms and bringing back information or bringing back kind of things that you've learned or lessons Mm -hmm. because you leave us so many lives in these realms for me anyways it's like in two nights it's like it leaves like so many lives so many experiences so many like maybe lives isn't the right way to put it it's just that the time is so strange when yeah. you're in this mm-hmm. kind of state of learning yeah, it's warped, definitely. feels
2: like an experience of a year total year or but it something did feel like, like yeah, yeah like a whole year of yeah, just yeah. but it
0: did feel like downloads yeah because yeah. i guess maybe you're downloading things at a different rate and when people right. say it like that it kind of makes more sense to me now that i've been through the experience mm-hmm. yeah. like you notice those pauses after songs people just like downloading information and Kind of everyone was in their yeah. own individual kind of journey, well,
1: and I was asking Vismay about because uh, I told you our our music lesson earlier today. One of the yeah. big insights that he told us was that music is about creating music with the silence, mm-hmm. and that yeah. the the sound is actually making the silence dance, kind of. And so w- one of the reasons uh, why he does like the silences in between is is really because the beauty is in the silence yeah not yeah. necessarily the music yeah yeah um yeah which is yeah. It's, it's so it's a very profound thought and why yeah. do you think that is um i don't really know i i just think it's an interesting way at, at looking at at sound yeah i'm not too sure i
2: think it's because it's like the yin and yang of life You know, like, one thing I was learning, like, when I started playing music with a band and stuff is just that, like, you can't have every single member in your orchestra playing all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you need those kind of build-ups, right? You need, like, those moments where it's, like, silent. And then one person's playing, and then two people are playing, and then all of a sudden the drums come in, and then there's a big gong. And then all of a sudden, everybody starts playing, and it's like... It's super intense for like five, ten seconds, and then it kind of like drops off, and it's yeah. like you're riding these waves. You really right? got that contrast. Yeah, the songs where it's so like yeah. if you if you it's started legendary. the show and it was just everybody playing at once, mm. it's like okay for the first maybe five seconds it'd be really interesting, but afterwards it would just be like boring 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 because it's just like yeah. the same thing right and so like same thing with the ceremonies it's like adding in those moments of like silence is like really emphasizes the moments of like light and the moments of like music yeah. and like stuff yeah no, like i, that, I right? completely agree with you it, like it, sure. it allows you to like ride that wave of ayahuasca right because if mm-hmm. it was just mm-hmm. music throughout the whole night you'd be like you get bored of it but like because there's like this you know you hear this song you're like whoa i'm so fascinated and then it's silent yeah. and then you're in this whole other realm where you're like in your thoughts you're just sitting there meditating or whatever and then yeah. all of a sudden the music kicks in you're like whoo, whoo, like you're all over the it, place it's like right? a
1: reflection period to be like wow yeah. that was really beautiful what i just listened to it like mm-hmm. gives you a little bit of a breather there i so
0: feel like the ayahuasca experience allows you to like exaggerate life in a way so you can like yeah. see things on a higher level that are really yeah. true that are harder for us to see kind mm-hmm. of on a different level and the experience that you mentioned mm-hmm. the yin and the yang and having like you know this this contrast so you can really notice the dark when it's been bright or outside all day you know what mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. and you can really kind of appreciate the opposite side of things yeah. it's so interesting that it goes in more than just a, like a linear direction like it's, yeah. it's with thoughts and feelings and emotions and like you know the opposites of everything, totally everything. A, it just connects yeah. up and then it's yeah. interesting how you put it in the terms of music though because I've yeah. never thought about it in that like way but it kind yeah. of is the same thing as well right mm-hmm. it's kind of like you get those songs that really yeah. take you on a journey because it's a journey, not because yeah. it's like it's just the same hard kind of yeah. or soft like all the time. Like a, it's a, yeah. it, so it's not kind of like a, I don't know, like a linear thing. It's a journey. It goes up, down, sideways.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I thought it was interesting. I was just thinking about it, and it's like, for someone who understands that fully, like completely, that it's like second nature to understand that idea. It's like they almost appreciate the, the dark or the silent parts more than they appreciate the light just because they like mm. fully understand what like the beauty of that darkness is because it like gives that perspective to all life and mm. like, if you really are like understand that so much like that in itself is like almost more beautiful than the actual experience in itself or the yeah. light or like mm. whatever mm. you well, know.
1: looking inside versus like looking outside i guess right so like I mean when you guys are talking about like the silence and going inwards it really reminds me of kind of how it's sort of done in in like in brazil and like a lot of the the southern amazonial areas where it's very much like the experience is is you kind of isolated by yourself it's not like this experience is sitting in a large group everyone's singing it's very much like showing you the love versus uh in other places where you're with a traditional shaman and and it's mostly about like fighting your own demons and silence and stuff like that so i i think yeah it really like the silence is here although it's not the same as in south america it it allows for that contrast to kind of go inwards to yourself Mm. battle your demons a little bit and then the music brings you back into the group perspective it's almost like a reminder it's like no you're a part of this 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 group, this, like, total consciousness, not just alone on your own, right? It's, like, isolation versus versus group. Yeah, it's so. like
0: you're focusing on the yin or the yang. It's, like, the differences between focusing yeah. on one or the other, but either yeah. way, you still realize it, that it exists yeah. when you're, when yeah. you're on, that, on that level.
2: Yeah, and to bring that back to, like, the sweat lodge the other day, it's, like, for someone who can fully understand that, you can sit in there and appreciate the pain of going through this heat almost more than even the joy that you would receive afterwards. Yeah. Because you like you recognize that like pushing to that extent, like is what creates all like good experience outside of it, right?
0: Yeah. So for people that don't know, like what's how would you explain a sweat logic? What is it?
2: So the ones that we practice here, at, uh, at first Straw, it's like basically like going in and like we do it. I don't remember if we did it like this last time, but it's like there's four stages to it each stage represents a different element. So like we started with water, then fire, then air, mm-hmm. then earth. Mm-hmm. And I think they switch it up all the time, but... Uh,
1: yeah, I think we did it the same way and it's very it's yeah. very much taken from like uh, Native American tradition. So it's 15 minute quarters
0: blood. and you're inside this, like it's like a small tent? Yeah. Like a, like yeah. a some structure made from wood and they throw sheets yeah. over it? Yeah, or?
2: really, really or. small, like structure made on of bamboo. Like mm-hmm. you can hardly even sit up straight, like just sitting on you, cross-legged. Like, how many of you guys in there? Well, when there we did it this 22? time, yeah it was like 22 but plus nicole and eric right yeah so 24 people 25 people yeah at one point uh, yeah and so it's this bamboo structure and then you put all the heaps of blankets over top of it and then we have these like volcanic rocks that have been sitting in this massive fire for like an hour and a half and so these rocks get like red hot so everybody piles into the little tent area and then there's a little circle a little hole in the middle and you know after all like the after all the traditional stuff that we do, like to open the ceremony and all that, we bring in the rocks into the center, and then they p- slowly pour water or incense or herbs or whatever it is over top of these rocks, and so it creates a steam, and then the steam gets trapped inside, and so it just gets.
1: Fucking yeah, it's like hot, a challenge yeah. to try
0: to stay in there for like an hour. Yeah, uh, yeah. and with uh, yeah. thirty-three. Well, it, we longer. Is, it was like
1: an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. a little bit of a break in there, but then yeah, they bring in like four at a time, and then in each of the quarters that are dedicated to the one of the elements yeah. we do songs about dedicated those elements, those yeah. elements and yeah. we throw in prayers into the center of the fire and it's, yeah. it's really about uh i guess in a lot of ways almost like like jesus like self self-sacrifice you know where okay. it's like you suffer for for gratitude or yeah, like yeah. to to hope that your prayers are answered you suffer for that
2: yeah it's certainly not an enjoyable experience
0: i think yeah it'd be interesting trying to challenge myself to like breathe through that and be to a state where i'm okay and my mind's more present than my body's complaining about right Mm -hmm. and and then i just like kind of focus i think that would be like the challenge of that is what interests me yeah like that's what it sounds like Mm -hmm. that i'll get something out of but well it's difficult
1: it's interesting that there's like there's different ways that people found of like coping with the heat in there and like for example uh uh, one of the girls in our program, she wasn't participating in any of the songs. And I think and it goes back to the ayahuasca again. It's like when I think she suffered a lot more, she ended up having to leave early, right? uh Also, she was claustrophobic. So that yeah. had part of the reason to do with it. But also, like by not participating in the songs, it almost like you're almost more like uh, stuck in your own head and you're like stuck in your own misery and suffering versus like I found as soon as like as soon as the sto- the song started going and you actually like started participating and like singing really loud it's like uh you could get outside of yourself it wasn't yeah. about your suffering anymore it was about like the group suffering and yeah, I- yeah. I- you see this in like navy seal training and stuff like that as well where it's like they huddle together like over a cold night after going in and out of the ocean they're all freezing together and they're all chanting and it's just like it's very much like the group mentality like you're all suffering together and so you can survive this all together and you don't
0: right. want to like sit out from the group because you don't want to let anyone else like you don't want to let the group down so you no. do it's like a self-sacrificing thing yeah, to right. do that and I, I had I learned this lesson so really strange you mentioned that I learned this lesson during the first Ayahuasca song like I learned it pretty brutally and it was like I know it's there it's like well, it's really hard to imply that but at the same time I, I learned that it's like the yin, yin and the yang like sometimes as well it's it, if you need to, you know, say, you know, I need something for me, like outside of the group kind of setting. Mm-hmm. It's okay, like it's okay to ask for help, or it's okay mm-hmm. to kind of step out of that and just have yeah. some time on your own and like get out of that tensor. Well. Or like, there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like as it's, it's just as important, like equally as important to support the group. So it's kind of like everyone's yeah. individual, but we're, like it's great when we're working together. But sometimes yeah. you understand people need. It's like when people are in a ceremony and they need like a self helpers help. someone comes up and helps them it's like we're all here as a team working together trying to like make sure that everyone's okay that's Mm -hmm. the best way to do things Mm -hmm.
2: it's very much like the inner circle right like just because the inner circle during the nights it's like man that's like 10-12 hours of playing music straight and like everybody in the inner circle is very like active and very like in the moment singing the songs dancing creating that energy it's like it's not necessarily always fun right like sometimes it is a grind like sometimes you're like fuck another song man we just did 15 songs yeah let's take a break but like but given that energy is like like you're saying like really creating that space for the whole group like it's like Mm -hmm. working together as a group and being like yeah this is tough but i see all these other people doing it too and they're all they're all probably struggling but they're all putting in their effort and it's creating this energy that's making it less bad for everybody yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's such a nice way to put
0: it i hope you're enjoying this very special episode of the good people effect podcast with mary nick and aiden so i wanted to just share with you one of the songs from this beautiful place in costa rica it was called floristral and it was a community a community of people that were you know group together to share the medicine to grow learn and heal together in a place where they were free to be creative with a lot of music a lot of laughter and a lot of good energy so I'm going to play you one of the songs from one of the ceremonies and just be open to it just sit back relax enjoy the song let the music hit your ears and and try to I don't know try to connect with it and see how you go.
1: the other day as well about like how it's kind of a cycle in life to to you go through the stage when you're a kid and you're very attached to your parents and then and then you get to your adolescence and you're more you start separating yourself from your parents your your brain literally goes through these different successions and it's like okay so now you separate yourself from your parents and you're more into your friends then at a certain point you want to isolate yourself from your friend group and you want to do your own solo thing and then eventually your brain changes and and it looks into like getting a family and creating a tribe on your own and it's like but there's like there's like micro and macro cycles almost and and so i I feel like ayahuasca is almost a way of like speeding up these cycles to almost contain it all in one night to understand like the expansion and like contraction of, of going inwards going outwards going inwards going outwards because you, you can't heal anyone if you haven't healed yourself, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's the big thing. And so I think that's a, a part of life's journey is, is really healing yourself in, in your 20s and your 30s and then being able to support a family at the end of that or, or in the case of the ayahuasca circle, being able to go inside your head, being able to fight those demons, being able to figure out, like, there was so many people in the sharing circle that were like, "I've all my life I felt like I was such an outsider," and then, and I felt like that during the mo- yeah. moments of silence during yeah. the ayahuasca, or when I was by the fireplace, and and that's a big thing in the ayahuasca ceremony, right? Is like the halfway point where you go out by the fire and you spend that time, and it's so valuable because then, because then it gives you the chance to heal yourself. And then, and then to realize, look, at the end of the journey, you want a tribe, you want to be able to support the tribe. You want to be able to work on yourself. And then you want to bring it back and give back just like you were part of the tribe at the beginning of your life, but it was more about like growing yourself and the tribe was supporting you. Then it's like, you need to finish that uh, in the middle of the journey. You need to to do the work on yourself. And then you need to give back to the tribe and support the tribe again. Yeah.
0: I feel like that is like, the message that everyone comes out of it with at the end like everyone no matter who i reckon he spoke to anyone in that room yeah they would have came away with like you know a way to like serve other people or help other people and i think that's like one of the things that's like really a common theme between all of us here right and that's such a like it just creates such a different environment as well like it breeds a different type of energy and and you can tell by being here like it's super interesting it's super like i don't know like magical it feels magical yeah. It was like some magic went on in there and yep. those cycles even going through each one of them out no matter how micro or macro they were it was like it was a beautiful thing as well it was just like kind of like this is really nice you're going through all these journeys mm-hmm. makes you realize so many things that would have taken so long to figure out
3: yeah
0: but kind of everyone's on the right path anyways if you can see that Like oh, clears sure. the fog of that for sure sometimes it's great at letting you know what which part of that cycle you're in mm-hmm. at that moment in time.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I remember I got like a message from Ayahuasca and I wrote this down. And if sometimes, I don't know if you notice this, when you're riding, it feels like your hand is just riding and you're just like hanging out for the ride. Yeah. And you're, the mind's kind of connected to the hand, but you or whatever we think you is or I am is like...
1: Yeah. It's just gone. Just, you just gone. Don't you yeah. don't think about that. You're not self. There yeah. is that critic in the back of your head yeah. that's like, oh no, this kind of sounds stupid. Which yeah. is like, but that's what just... I,
0: that's what you came back to when you're looking back over your stuff yeah. later. Yeah. That that's what I'm saying. Again. You need to yeah. like learn yeah. to notice that critic. Yeah. So for me, it was yeah. mine was like, you need to like it was like you need to be the leader of your own pack or something or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And for me, that means like a lot of things. But it was yeah. kind of like it wasn't in a way that's like egotistical. Like I want to be the fucking king dick of the yeah. It was more like like. I really want to help people out and this is what I need to do that and this is what, how I feel like I can yeah. do that the best. Mm-hmm. I
1: feel like that's kind of what mm-hmm. I was going for well with said. a lot of this stuff as yeah. well. So, There's some interesting stuff in here.
2: Yeah, man. Can we go over? I'm curious, super curious what you wrote. Yeah. And I'm also super curious what you wrote.
0: Where's and, your diary, mate? What's going and, on? And, and, <laughs>
2: man, mine is not going to be as exciting as yours. Like,
0: Have some tea, dude. It's, it's cool down Yeah. I'm going to make some more.
2: Like my, cool. my style has been and I write as much and just like really like experience the moment and so... I more just write down very, like, small, like, kind of, like, almost to-do list reminders of, like, things to think about after the ceremony or, like, people to talk to or whatever. So, like, I don't know, man, like, going through this, like, I just, like, wrote, like, small things, like, just just talking about, like, remember to, like, really appreciate music and, like, really, like, always, like, give that energy to music, even if you're, like, tired or or don't feel like it's, Mm -hmm. like, the best at this point, like, that always, like, the music is, is never gonna change. And I don't know, like I wrote some things about just like our, our buddy Adam who was sitting right next to us. Like that was the first, this was the first ceremony that we did with our group. And like I just, so I hadn't heard anybody singing and I was just blown away by Adam singing. So I just like, mm, cause you can't talk during the ceremony. So I just like wrote down, I was like compliment Adam on singing, you know, just so like I could read that in case I forgot it. Cause I was in the whirlwind of things going on in case I forgot that I can read it here and then be like, okay, yeah, I'll do that tomorrow. I thought so you were
0: thinking about him when you write that down as well what it's like you were thinking about Mm -hmm. how adam would appreciate
2: that yeah exactly yeah like it was all from love exactly like the only reason i wanted to say that was just i was like so impressed in the like experience of like at that moment man i had so much love like watching him sing and just being like i just wanted to get up and give him a hug and be like dude that was amazing (laughs) man you know but like obviously you can't can't, do that in a ceremony yeah yeah. and i also know that i'm not gonna i'm not gonna have that same feeling the next morning when i wake up like i'm sure i'll be like yeah adam was sick but like i'm not gonna be like Man, that was so great! Like, give me a hug, man! Like, sweet. So it's like yeah. good to write these things down. to, so, like to really
1: remember that. And then the other night as well, when I was uh, when I was a helper, um, I think Adam Adam's dope because he really like he really puts himself out there a lot. And so like he was doing this one song that nobody really knew the lyrics to. So it was it was kind of like he didn't really have the support of the group because nobody knew how to sing the song. And it was yeah. kind of just him. I think he, like, he felt really bummed out about it at the end because there wasn't as much engagement. Right. And, like, I, as a helper, it's almost, it's nice that you have a little bit of leniency to, like, go up and be, like, because I went up and I was like, hey, man, like, it's it's not about, like, like, you're getting better and you're putting in the effort to to do that. And, like, that's amazing because if you just keep doing that, you're going to be freaking good. Like, and like Aiden said, the other night, he he had a song and he just took out his guitar. It was the first ceremony and he took yeah. out his guitar and he nailed that song. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah um that was really good so you guys there's just so much more empathy you know
0: it was yeah. really nice that when he played that song i remember that and it affected mm-hmm. a lot of people and that that energy was really kind of like spreading throughout the room mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's super interesting how yeah it was like another message through ayahuasca that you should just go and try things out yeah. and even if you feel like you're going to feel a bit stupid
3: mm-hmm.
0: that's like a signal to fucking just go for it yeah i think like when you're in that like yeah should i do it should i not do it is it like what are these people going to think yeah. or what I am mean, what if i fuck it up or like yeah, all these yeah. kind of voices yeah and even on the so like it takes a while for you to break that down and to be able to be like okay i'm going to sit up and i'm just going to go to the group and like join in or right. try to help other people right. out
2: yeah well well so like because i agree with that but also i felt very I, sometimes during a ceremony especially i feel very like entrap because i feel like there's so many rules that we have to follow during a ceremony and so you can't just like do whatever you want right yeah, yeah. and so what how do you guys
0: feel about like all the rules that we kind of have that's to follow an interesting a question that's a very yeah. interesting thought i never thought about that before yeah.
1: um well i compare it to like uh i mean where they're getting this tradition like for for your listeners i guess um it's it's definitely it's different it's like they take it from the santo daime tradition and so for the santo daime but it's a mix
0: of like uh but it's songs. yeah
1: and it's a lot more like liberal about like you don't so the santo daime you go into a church you're you sit straight back yeah or you're standing up you don't leave for eight hours yeah. you, there's no fire to go to it's it's all yeah. santo daime songs this is like it's like it's like military training so santo
0: daime is a church in brazil a church that worships Ayahuasca, started in brazil worship what over hundred years? Yeah, two hundred years or something 200 like that. Two hundred like years. Yeah, years, and yeah. that's like a lot of what's happening here at flor in Costa Rica it's is is founded from, in It's found It's, it's one of the liberal. pillars, but yeah. like
2: they're like they're saying there's four pillars here. Sure. And so at Austral that like really guide what. Because
0: influences from like Indian yeah. spirituality, yeah, and, like, eastern or, philo- like, yeah. Eastern philosophies, yeah. and like. Um, some stuff in Israeli, yeah, yeah. And there's some like Portuguese, yeah, lots of so Portuguese, there's a, there's and then
2: a, lots of First Nations people of these yeah. lands yeah. too, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: These lands, North America as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. North American, North, North yeah, First America. Nations, yeah, yeah. Like, That's really it's really interesting yeah. how it's like a blend,
0: but I guess it's their blend, right? So it's yeah, like it's their blend. Well, the way it's they beautiful, yeah. It's
1: very inclusive instead of like how they describe it as exclusive, and how sure. a lot of religions are exclusive. Sure, but yeah. I
0: still feel like there is this element to some because of these these work kind mm-hmm. of traditions, and they've been a certain way for a long time yeah the element of kind of like keeps you in a certain like Mm -hmm. there's like okay we're doing this this way that way that way but at the same time i feel like that could be a really good thing like creating that container keeps you nice and safe and having like the blessings and having this kind of like good vibe with people having respect having a stick is like a really nice thing like i had an idea i think i told you guys about this but i want to organize like a conversation party yeah. to tell you about this? No. So I want to get everyone together and we're going to sit there. We do this at home with friends that are like, I really miss like a family at home and I feel like you guys are like my family. So it's like, but, yeah. I want to be able to do this and experience this with you guys. It's like, yeah. you sit in a circle and everyone just puts like two questions, one or two questions in this like bowl. Yeah. And then we just like rip out a question at one at a time and we just read it and like answer it and we all take a turn talking about it. But That's there's awesome. no like stick. There won't be like one of those speaking sticks. It will just be based on like everyone just trusts each other to have yeah. the respect to not speak over each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it won't be linear. So anyone can throw in whatever mm-hmm. they have and you don't have to say anything at all. But Dude, yeah,
2: it's just funny. Cause one of the things that I wrote on the first night was, I was like, I also think it would be dope to sit down with close friends at home and organize groups and ask deep questions or like have moments to speak to each <laughs> other. So it's like, Dude, literally it, that's it's all, So right? We do it
0: at home all the time. It's like yeah. these conversation parties and it becomes like at the end of the night, you just heard all these different perspectives and maybe some that you might not agree with at the start and like, you're kind sorry. of yeah. analyzing and figuring out if yeah. that fits into your way of seeing the world. or if you can be open enough to accept that point of view right yeah it's is this an
2: idea this is what you do back
1: home we do that back at home but
0: my idea is to have it here with everyone at florist right right, right. speak to nicole about it see if we could have like yeah maybe around a fire or whatever yeah yeah, it'd be cool so yeah no
1: going back to it it's like it's it's definitely because it's founded in santo diamond it's a it's a bit more structured in the way where they open it up and and like you were saying like it is beautiful in a lot of ways because it's like i feel like The beginning is just respecting where the tradition came from yeah as well as like it's done this way for a certain reason it's done this way because it's like you want to start getting people involved while other people are drinking the medicine or like while people are getting smudged the other people are are getting involved and there's something filling the silence for a bit Mm -hmm. uh at the beginning and it's a way of easing yourself into the night i guess in a a positive light because I, i think taking off the runway is like it's so important to set, set the mood, right. Um, And it's, and it's great to have structured songs that, that you can go to. And they're beautiful songs. Like the Portuguese ones are uh, absolutely amazing. And listening to the classical guitar, getting finger picked like all night long is absolutely incredible. And that they have like this, like this list of like 240 songs to pick from. And and they're all based around, around love and compassion Mm -hmm. and and beauty and nature. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and so people that are in their own journey and that are kind of out of it on the outside, not singing, it's like they might be doing whatever in their mind, but they're subconsciously picking up on these lyrics and it's setting the stage for healing pretty much. Yeah. Like these words are echoing in They their seem mind. like
0: messages from ayahuasca or mother nature, like a lot yeah. of them, like past like we've spoken about this yeah. before. But it's really interesting how, but it's also fun and interesting how like you, you like fall in love with these songs and it can see, it's easy to see how people go in the path of like just being around ayahuasca for the rest of their lives yeah, mm-hmm. like it's like because they get like attached to the songs and they've kind of got a way to like I guess bring people up through this version of like even though it's not like a system like a chaotic system like New York City or the way kind of society runs in general in places like a city Yeah. it's still like a system of I guess like people kind of like you guys like learning your way the ropes and passing that information that they've learned. From other people and kind of keeping the tradition and healing other people and yeah. allowing space for creativity and building mm-hmm. some kind of a community mm-hmm. it also i feel like the songs and having this book kind of in a way structures things that to let that flow on so if people yeah. can right. learn right i find that element of it interesting and, yeah. and the songs are beautiful man like you said yeah like they are so they make beautiful. you really just feel good inside
1: yeah. well so then the other thing that i've been thinking about i'd like to hear your guys's opinion on this especially since that uh the new girl came here and she was talking about how she had spoken to uh to Visma and nicole about how they should definitely have like a counselor on staff and the way that the future is kind of going with uh psychedelic therapy becoming more uh legitimized i guess the and becoming legalized it'll probably become legalized medically fairly soon right now i know that there's a lot of universities that do experimentations with them how do you view psychedelic therapy um compared to a setting like this and doing ayahuasca Cause obviously like Nicole's not trained as a psychologist or something like that it's more of like it's it's more of like a religious setting a spiritual setting I guess not religious because this place is like every religion or or like a sitting down one-on-one with a psych psychologist and like and I think, tripping out yeah.
3: them, I guess
2: um, I would say it's like I don't know man like with ayahuasca i think it's a whole other level Mm. like i don't think ayahuasca is like any other psychedelic and like Mm. like there's similarities of course and you can pick up on some of them but i think that like ayahuasca is really its own teacher and that it's completely mundane and irrelevant to have a a a Mm. psycho i feel
0: like you can have teachers in other like psychedelics though like Mm -hmm. i think you can Mm -hmm. even find teachers in like marijuana like teach you like how to be like more creative in certain situations or how yeah. to be more disciplined by yeah. like, yeah. like maybe taking it less. So right. it's like it's, different yeah. different ways they can teach you things. But I think ayahuasca is definitely like a really strong teacher. Yeah. But I do think like, you mean, you were talking about Nicole before. I don't really see it as linear. Like there's someone you go to, they're a psychologist and they help you. I think it's mm. more about you go to someone and then you find a way to help yourself. Yeah. yeah. And then like what ayahuasca does is kind of breaks down the part of you that kind of stops yourself from doing that and allows you to see things that you might not be able to see because you haven't got something interrupting you, whatever right, yeah. whatever it's called. And then, I think default mode network was what we were talking about yeah. earlier. And then, um, yeah, so you've got this kind of system that happens like that, and then you've got the facilitator, which is like Nicole, that kind of just makes sure you Force know everything's space. like mm-hmm. positive, everything's going well. This mm-hmm. guy needs help, they need help over here, and I'm going to carry this then through this journey or whatever. But this is all really happening within us. And she's like the one that's kind of, kind of guiding the journey. So I think it's like a real, I think it definitely will help. And that's why people always say like the 10 years of like, um, you have 10 years of therapy in like one night or whatever. And I noticed during the night I was like, this is a therapy moment yeah this is a therapy moment. yeah it's yeah, like yeah. But all these seems different like, breakthroughs different so how would you guys stuff.
2: feel like sitting one-on-one during an ayahuasca ceremony yeah. not a ceremony just literally taking ayahuasca and sitting with a the therapist for eight hours
0: oh and talking yeah, yeah and just talking that's kind of what i was going yeah with. exactly and that like, would be interesting yeah
2: I, but like for me i had an I, inward experience yeah, more. I, yeah i don't know if i would like and who knows i haven't tried it but i don't think i would like to do that on, on ayahuasca However, I would definitely like to do that on mushrooms or LSD or something that's like less intense, right? Like, mm-hmm. cause I think that like, I think that ayahuasca kind of like, there's a lot of like, like it's obviously all self-help and like, especially it doesn't matter if you're in a ceremony, or if you're sitting down with a therapist, it's still you helping yourself. You're just allowing a different situation to allow you to see a different light or whatever. But I think ayahuasca, it's like, there's all this like stuff packed within it that can do it itself by itself and it doesn't need someone else where i feel like acid and mushrooms you can kind of get lost just like wandering around and just like not really have a direction to go and so you like so having that therapist to sit down with you can like keep that like Mm -hmm. keep your intention on track and keep you on the path of like looking into yourself and mm. learning and so like
0: I've never tried those other things so I can't really comment on that but okay. yeah
2: you've never done mushrooms or LSD no. oh okay yeah
1: I would yeah I'd agree with uh, with Aiden about the mushrooms and the LSD and that's what uh, the girl that came here does the counseling with this is the mushrooms and LSD mm-hmm. I ah think, really yeah, yeah. I think 16. though that one of like and I yeah I would say that a group setting in a place that's in nature is more helpful than sitting one on one in a lot of ways because I think one of one of the most profound lessons that ayahuasca really teaches you is like it's like a doorway back to spirituality right and and the way i see spirituality is a a reconnection with everything i mean like going back to what we were talking about earlier it's a reconnection to the people around you it's a reconnection to nature um and you don't you don't get that message at all sitting in a room one-on-one with a therapist it's very much uh i think you can do a lot more work like breaking through traumas but it's almost two means to an end and i think reconnecting with spirituality in a meaningful way um is is a uh, i would say as a better means to an end than sitting in a room just going over your traumas over and over and over again mm. it's it's almost like what we were talking about where uh with the tony robbins where it's like you can't be you can't be sad and depressed and grateful at the same time. Yeah. Right. It's like if you're if you're reconnecting with the people around you and with acceptance of the people around you and with nature, mm-hmm. then it's like then you can't be depressed. If you if that's the message that you leave the experience with, then that's so healing versus like
0: and so I don't know, it's just kind of my opinion. But that's no, like one of the main two means
1: to an end, I guess. Yeah, I
0: get what you're saying. That's like one of the main like applications that people are like kind of focusing on. And I think it's like a hugely important one to heal the world, like heal the pain that, you know, Our I guess it's like human infliction in a way, like, but at the same time, there's so much beauty to be seen that we're missing because of this kind of, like, you know, zone that we're in, that being all this conditioning is kind of put on top of us. But there's also other aspects, like there's also things I've looked at that are like having like, like building things to really like, you know, expand, you know, the way humans see things or really helping people in different ways of their life or introducing them to ayahuasca or even like getting, you know, how can you, how can you really help other people and having that outlook on life and, and then how, like, what are the millions of different ways that that can benefit the world if more people have that outlook? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like all these things and like the trauma things, like I think a really huge part of it as well, because it's so crazy that like, you know, we, we're not, we're just like all these monkeys on a rock trying to figure out what's going on and then, We've got no idea what's happening. We're kind of just trying to figure it out. And that's like all these systems that we put in place and like all the, the way we do things, like, like the way we eat our food, what our, what our ideas on food are, what our ideas on like, mm-hmm. like being social with people, how like the whole system of psychologists, chiropractors, doctors, like all these kind of yeah. like pharmaceuticals, the whole system that we've kind of built up is kind of just us trying to figure things out. And we need to be open to the idea that maybe something like psychedelics yeah. can unlock these healing properties in like a quicker way or a more direct way or can really help people out. And I feel like there's so many other millions of applications that we probably can't even consider. But it's yeah. really kind of opened the door to me in that respect. Because I've read about it, heard people speak about it, and now I can actually see like, okay, there's like there's, there's something going on here. Yeah.
1: Mm. yeah. And I also think that one of the things, I mean uh that that ayahuasca really helps you out with is like or with the spirituality part especially is like I, I feel the direction that society's going currently is a very egotistical direction where and we were talking about this where it's like a an instant gratification like you want this, you want a girl, you want Tinder, you want food, you go to McDonalds, like um and people I think there's just a level of of yeah, of un ungratitude that that comes from just being able to like come come up with shit immediately being given everything and just not thinking about like other people in that scenario and i think with like with reconnecting seeing the bigger picture and like uh with spirituality you go outside of yourself to be like look i i may be here i may be doing this art i may be doing like all this important work or like this making this music but also this music isn't me this music is outside of me I was created by the earth I was created by my parents I was helped out by my teachers I was all these other things came into play for me and these ideas aren't even my ideas I might be reworking these ideas I may be developing the, these ideas but these ideas that I'm writing down for my journal or or for whatever it came from somewhere it came from a foundation I think people just don't think about that as much anymore you know and yeah. so it's, it's a it's a reminder and and I think. Uh, and this goes back to like a, a Ted talk that I watched with, uh, uh, by Elizabeth Gilbert, where she was talking about like with creatives and depression, creatives get depressed because, or one of the reasons is because they attach themselves to their creations and they personalize mm. it. And they're like, okay, so if I create something really good, it's because of me. And if I fail at something, it's also because of me. And the way that she explains in her Ted talk, to get around this is by seeing that the ideas come to you by like a spirit or a a divine entity or something like that. And that you have to like, you have to go after that and and catch that and write it down. And you're just, uh, you're just translating it for for this idea that came through the wind. It's not your idea. You're just the messenger. That's
0: exactly what an idea is. Like there was this book that I read a while ago. So I studied creativity. That was like my, what I specialized in when I was like coming up. So I wanted to be in advertising and I didn't really know what that meant back in the day. There's this book that I got given. Once I got, I tried to get into this course for creativity. I didn't get in. They only accept like a handful of students from Australia. I managed to get in like one year. And then I learned that the idea is just like a remix of old elements. Like you're, the best way to have an idea, there's a process. You go out, you think about what you want, you think about it hard, and then you go out and you forget about it and you go about your day and you go on just, you know, Getting, getting different influences in your life. Maybe that's why when with advertising, when you're doing like an ad for a product and you want to think about an idea for it, you use the product, you try it out so you're actually like experiencing mm-hmm. how it would be like. Mm-hmm. And then what you do is you let it simmer for a bit. So you go do something different and you let your unconscious kind of brew this, this kind of potion of ideas. And then the next element is like you sit back down you discipline yourself to try to get them out. And then, yeah, it's like you've just noticed the idea. It's like, it's not your idea. That's how two people on the other side of the planet like throughout history has happened heaps of times you' like come up with the same invention yeah, or some exactly. idea relatively similar time frames and they, they have no idea about each other so it's yeah. like mm-hmm. you've just seen these connections you've noticed them and you're right if you attach your it's like ideas like some people see it like in in advertising they call it like killing your babies mm-hmm. like these are like your ideas like your babies. you put so much energy and you come yeah. up with them but they're not really yours they like you said, it's like a spirit spoken yeah. to you and creativity goes through you. It's not yeah. something that mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, and everyone's got on, it. Yeah. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got it. And people yes. are like, I'm not creative, but everyone's got it within them, mm-hmm. I reckon. Mm-hmm. So it's like all about yeah. just finding a way that like everyone's individual and in unifying. like, how can I kind of express myself? What could I do? Maybe like you've got these amazing drawings and these are like crazy. And that's yeah. kind of what something that's called you and people could like put effort in and like go to be like a really good illustrator but that, that's not what everyone wants yeah so it's kind of like anyone could do it if they allow themselves to follow their own calling yeah right. yeah
2: yeah man I, I i was just gonna say i i think exactly that same way i think you really should live a life that like anything that you create is just like you're just like a vessel that's just pulling this like this infinite infinite information and channeling it into one thing but like the laws to what you create already existed before you were there it's like maybe that rhythm has never been played before but like the laws of the way music and harmony works it existed right as an idea like there's an infinite amount of ideas out there and like anytime you create something you're just pulling one of those ideas right and it's like yeah yeah it's very interesting it's a good
0: time to be alive with like especially like have like bring brought up with the like the privilege to have the opportunity to like be able to explore these areas of our creativity
2: but Mm -hmm. all but yeah but also at the same time i think like art is more like competitive than ever too right like if you look at like musicians and artists and like rappers specifically from my experience it's like it is such a pissing contest now it's not about being creative it's about like being the best and that's all that matters right
0: but like what what's the measuring stick for success in that case like what like competition to get where
2: attention uh, competition to get i don't know, like to get to the top to be like to have that biggest ego and to think and know that you're the best out of anybody
0: but i think like you can still be like a great comedian or great yeah. rapper or yeah. great painter without yeah. that and yeah. st- and you could probably become even better because yeah. you yeah. just put your time into your craft no, no i yeah.
2: i 100 agree and i think that's how it should be done like one thing i keep in my mind a lot is like a bird doesn't sing to be the best singer a bird sings because it's simply in its nature to do it right just like humans it's their nature to create and that's just how it always is going to be that's we nice don't we I don't start that. creating to be the best we start creating because it's in our nature right and yeah and yeah and this is interesting and i agree and that's why like that's why i think we're at an interesting time because not that it matters but like there used to be a point i feel like where the best like or the, the like if you were really good your work would get noticed. And not that it's about getting noticed, but it was just, like, whoever was really talented got, like, the recognition. Where nowadays, it's, like, talent doesn't get you recognition at all. You could be the best rapper alive and have nobody listening to your music, and then you can have the guy who's getting the most recognition be, like, a very unskilled, like, professional, right? Yeah. And that's where, a time where we live in, where it's just, like, so much about, there's so much demand and maybe not enough supply. I don't know if that's true, but that, like, You can't... Your artwork doesn't get recognized for its talent. Yeah.
0: But, I mean... I reckon if you do it long enough, it does. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with you.
2: I don't know, man. I disagree. Like, some of my favorite Mm -hmm. and most talented rappers I've ever heard are nobodies, man. Absolute nobodies.
0: Yeah, but, like, if they kept doing their thing every day, and maybe, like, you make mistakes, you figure out, you know... Maybe your goal isn't to get attention. Yeah. Maybe your goal is to, like, get to a point where you're just fucking killing anyone in a battle. Or you're just, like, so good at, like... I don't know a certain type of rapping, or you're you, you know, you play around with your friends, and you just yeah. want to be you're just that kid that wants to get good enough so that you can join in with the rapping with your friends. Right. Like whatever your goal right. is, how big or small, I feel like maybe if your goals are aligned properly, if you do it long enough, you can reach them. And if you want uh, to get that attention, if you yeah. do it long enough, yeah, bored, yeah. At what cost?
2: I, I think like the biggest thing to know is that it shouldn't ever be about the attention. Yeah. But I think in general nowadays, and especially in like North north america and western culture people don't actively go out and search for things that they like like most people don't go out and listen to thousands of artists to find one artist that they really like most people just get kind of get spoon fed whatever's handed to them right yeah and so it's like most people don't really have a choice about what they listen to and so for that reason i don't think you're going to get recognition for your artwork like you definitely will because there are some people that will go and search for good music or like specifically talking about music or any type of art form but I think
1: the mass majority of people just so then it's what are your goals in life it's like are your goals to to love your because I think as soon as you can satisfy your your needs for shelter food whatever then you will be a happier person in a place like this where it's like your living expenses aren't much but but you're separated from like all the crap in society that like just like instagram and people like just seeking attention seeking to feed their egos and stuff like that And if you can separate yourself from from that sort of group thinking then it's like then yeah you exactly what you were saying you can focus on your craft you're happier with your product with what you produce the creativity that you produce and it's just like you'll be happier when you die and i mean maybe nobody will notice you but then it's almost it's like you look at like like creatives like van Gogh and like and he went through his life just like starving and suffering the mm. whole time mm. but it's like now we all look at his work and now we all appreciate his work and stuff and so it's like yeah I, I guess he's not the greatest
0: example I well, guess you but not you see examples of people <laughs> that have made it and like not but made it when I say made it, I use that really loosely like they've yeah. got a lot of recognition I guess yeah. that's how I say it yeah and they've been doing their thing they're being real about it but I notice some like you come across these people, and and but they don't seem like they give a shit about the recognition. Right. They just do it because they love it, yeah, and yeah. that becomes like a thing that's a little bit contagious when you watch yeah, someone, someone yeah. like that because you For know sure. they're being themselves, and you're kind of like, there's something really beautiful about that. Yeah. And there's on, on the opposite side of the coin, I get this feeling that's like a bit funny inside when I see someone, and I can just tell that they might not be honest with themselves. Right. Yeah. Even, but I might be wrong. That might just be assumption. But you know oh, what I mean. Like you admire yeah,
1: those people a lot more. It's like that. Like Tash Sultana, for example, versus like someone like Ariana Grande or something. And It's just like
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like it's it's just like yeah, you really see, yeah, I guess, I
1: guess it's so much more genuine. You know, yeah, when yeah. you see someone that like uh, that was doing it before the money was a big thing, or like they didn't buy into like that whole consumer culture. Yeah, where yeah. It's like... Where's
0: your what are you where are you at at the moment with rapping? Like, what's your what's your journey being like? Just to let people know because I'm like yeah we started talking about it at the table what. yeah yeah um
2: my journey has been like you know i started rapping with all my buddies like you spit it pretty well over there like just that like i started getting into it because it was what all my friends were doing and it was like i wanted to be a part of that like freestyle cypher right and so i got good at it and then like all my buddies were just freestyling all the time and yeah most of my friends that i made at the time were because of the freestyling right like i didn't really want to chill with people that weren't freestyling because all i wanted to do was just freestyle and then Kind of got to a point where we were all getting pretty good because we were doing it, like, every day, seven days a week for, like, How years old on end. How old was I when I started freestyle? I'm probably uh, 17, I think. Yeah. And maybe a little bit more before, maybe, like, 16. But, yeah, and then, I don't know, and then I started writing music, like, when I was, like, 19 because it got to a point where we'd been doing it for so long that were like man like we're actually creating these full songs during a freestyle like we'll even have a course and like the perfect transitions just like because we all know each other so well and know what each person's style is and how to bring the other person up and whatever and we're just like man we gotta record these or just start making songs right because like that and so i started doing that and you know just started fucking around and like made a couple music videos with some buddies like all just buddies doing it and then like i we me and my friend Ned and Marin also helped. We started up this, like, record label called Boogie Town Studios. And it was just, like, we had, like, a couple guys producing. So, like, we had beats online. That's we had, cool. We had a recording studio. So, like, people could come and pay to record at our studio. And it was, yeah. like, a pretty nice sound booth. Like, you get some good quality yeah. of audio. And then we had a guy who was doing, like, mixing and mastering. Then we also had a couple guys who were DJing. And so, like, we would, they would, like, go DJ events or things like that. And then, yeah. And then from there, I made a lot of connections. And then so in my rap. Like, in my rapping, like, I continued on, and then, like, I met a bunch of homies, and we ended up starting up a band, kind of, like, so I had, like, a bass player, a drummer, and then a DJ, and That's we'd cool. scratching all that, and then we just kind of started doing a bunch of shows from there, like, because we met some guys in the local community, and they hooked us up with a bunch of shows, and so did a bunch of shows in Edmonton, and then, like, but then, but then, yeah, but then I was telling you, like, then I damaged my vocal cords because yeah. I was going a little too hard, yeah. not doing the right exercises, bad habits for my voice and then so I had to go in for surgery to get those vocal nodes removed and then like since then it's like I don't know if it's confidence but like I had to take like at least a couple months rest and then like at that point like I felt like I'd already fallen off the wagon a little bit because I wasn't practicing as much but then I was also really busy in school and then also probably a bit of like confidence or just like like scared to get into it because I damaged my vocal cords again probably so, adds
0: like, something unique to your voice because you've gone through that like yeah. adds some weird character to you. I noticed that when I used to watch I used to love American Idol. Yeah, when they get up and sing songs. Yeah, and you could tell the ones that like damaged their voice or They had like some, or the ones that lived and experienced life. That's like character for the voice. Right, right. So there's probably some like positivity out of that right, for right. sure.
2: Yeah, yeah. And so now I'm just like just being here is just a good point to try get back into my singing. Yeah, like it's been a struggle so far, but like I definitely feel like I'm getting along that line. And then
0: you reckon you're better than when, when you first got here? Like you've improved
2: yeah i think so yeah yeah yeah. but singing singing and like speaking specifically i think so i think it has improved like definitely my i'm like i'm tearing off those bad habits right because when i used to rap i used to have the worst habit of only rapping from my throat yeah the proper technique is always Mm. to rap from your diaphragm and so like it just became such second nature to rap from my throat that unless i'm consciously making an effort to breathe from my diaphragm i won't do it and especially when you're freestyling, you can't be focused on anything else except the words that you're saying and the flow that you're creating. So so I like want to get to a point where it's just second nature to rap or sing from my diaphragm, and then I don't even have to think about it. And then I can actually focus on my skill of singing. But until I reach that point, I can't really focus on my singing because as soon as I focus on my singing, I start singing from my throat again instead mm-hmm, of my mm-hmm. diaphragm. So right now, it's just like all my singing is just like, just a hundred percent of my just focus practicing. is on my yeah. diaphragm breathing yeah that's, that's um, interesting but what i was gonna say backtracking a little bit i was just gonna ask you is like or just in general like because we we're talking about like you know there's no reason that you really need fame like if you're in it for the fame in any art form that's a problem but also like in terms of like the idea of that like we don't own our art but like instead we're just like we're just bringing it into existence from the vast like realm if you really take on that perspective you obviously want everybody who's doing that specific art to be flourishing as much as possible right like you really want everybody to be working because you're a community building this like repertoire of amazing art or amazing music whatever right but i think and so it's like one question that i think everybody really has to explore in any art form that they're doing is like if you hear someone that's like really amazing and talented in your field, whether it's like doing podcasts or whether it's drawing or whether it's like rapping or whatever do you get like intimidated by those people or do you get inspired by those people like if you're the best rapper ever am i looking and i'm going oh man i'm never gonna be as good as that guy i should just stop doing this path or do i go man that's so awesome that's so creative i want to like get in it and start rapping yeah i
0: think it's important to get inspired but i also think it's important like to find your own voice and and find your own path and find your own style and and take influences but don't actually like straight copy or like yeah. like actually and it's hard to develop your own style and your own voice and yeah. it takes time but yeah it's important to actively be searching for it but yeah, yeah. of course you get inspired of course you feel like you know
3: yeah.
0: that person's killing it what could I maybe learn from the way they started off or how they got to where they are or even what they're doing now like how can I get some creativity out of this and use it as one of those things I mentioned oh. earlier that was just like you know a, an input like one of the many inputs yeah. that's why they say when you go traveling you come back from a big journey, You're a lot more creatively stimulated because you've had all these influences of different places, different experiences, good times, hard times, people of different cultures, foods, sounds, sights, everything. And you've got a lot more to play with to put together in this creative mind.
1: your brain's also a lot more neuroplastic after you've gone traveling right it's like because you're just completely changing your environment probably even the language that's being spoken when you say
0: neuroplastic do you mean like it's easier to be flexible with change or it's just yeah
1: yeah like when you change up your environment substantially like going through major changes in your life such as like divorces or new relationships or like i mean there's obviously that period of childhood where it's like i don't know like two and six or uh, yeah. like your entire childhood in general your brain's more neuroplastic. Just any point like,
2: where you're not in like a routine right? well, yeah.
1: when you completely throw yourself out and like subst- like when you go traveling you throw everything out of whack like time zone language everything you gotta then your deal brain with it. yeah, you, yeah. All your brain sends signals to be like okay now i need to like hyper activate the parts that are going to start changing different structures so that like I can survive in this new environment. And so mm-hmm. all of a sudden when your brain's in that state of neuroplasticity and much more able to like be creative and like pick up abstract ideas and attach new things like, and I, that's, that's one of the reasons I think. And I, I mean, I could probably look into this, if, but like, uh, why picking up another language is a lot easier in other places. More than just being completely surrounded by it, but I think your brain is also cre- creating the conditions internally to really absorb the other languages around you. Yeah.
0: Maybe that's when, that maybe that's why when you're, like through, through the ayahuasca ceremonies, you're able to play music in a different way because oh, you're yeah. so more, you're much more of a vehicle. You're much more open to being in that state. You've let go of the point where now you're just flying through you. Mm-hmm. And you're allowed you you can kind of go through different ideas and run them through and and get lessons out of those yeah. because it's like I guess like a way of traveling, but just to another like dimensional, totally. whatever it yeah. is. Well, but that's the still whole... like the chat. There's a lot of challenges. It, yeah, and it's emotions. breaking your own routine.
1: That's still, and, yeah. Yeah. the whole Stone Age thing as well, right? Yeah. Is like and they've done studies on like psychedelics and neuroplasticity and like how it like. It, stimulates neuroplasticity and and like rapid brain changes when you're on it. What's
0: this, what's this monkey or the ape? The the stone ape thing. I heard
1: about it first on like on the Joe Rogan, but I think it's a a Terrence McKenna uh,
0: theory. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a Terrence McKenna theory. I'm pretty sure about uh, sort of what uh, really uh, catalyzed the evolution of mankind from the other primate groups. And one of the theory or the theory that he came up with was that we, when we started foraging, I guess, uh, Mm -hmm. we came across, we were trying different food groups and one of the food groups we were trying was mushrooms. And so we came across psilocybin and that, that caused neuroplasticity and rapid changes in the brain because there was a period of time where it's like, there was massive changes in the human brain and they're not exactly sure what caused it. And obviously like some people are like, Oh, it was caused by like learning how to throw or be becoming bipedal or learning how to cook our food. But like, so Terrence McKenna came up with like forging and finding mushrooms is one of yeah. the reasons, but they have done studies now to show that it's like, yeah, if you do psychedelics that, and it, it might be because psychedelics make your brain, um, just attach, co- uh, abstract concepts. And so that allows you, it gives you a different vantage point to see problem solving. And so that causes neuroplasticity or the chicken came before the egg, something like that. But I mean, it's cool because I mean, right now, Aiden and I are doing the spoon protocol, as you know, through the program. And so what's the
0: spoon protocol? Can you just uh, let us all know?
1: So the spoon protocol is, I think it it was started by uh, in like the shaman culture as well as a way of like treating people. Um, But basically it's microdosing ayahuasca, right? So, I mean, the last three days we've had like a spoonful of ayahuasca in the morning. Uh, meditated for half an hour and then meditated for half an hour and it stays in the system you were saying like 48 hours or something. yeah like just that. So everyone knows
0: like a spoonful is like how many spoonfuls would you have in one cup of the ceremony in
2: one cup i'd say probably three six maybe? yeah six. No, like yeah, five yeah. five
1: or six five So there's or five six,
0: spoons yeah. in a cup and you have three cups in a night yeah, with a couple of hours between yeah, yeah. so yeah like, like yeah so it's probably like and you're gone so it's like, probably like like a 15th of what you have in a night right? yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. like an average and i'd yeah. say
1: like an average microdose of like lsd or something like that yeah. like and, about and, 10%, five and you have that
0: so. every day at like 5 a.m or something yeah, yeah. it's 6 a.m in the morning and then and the first
2: thing we wake up go down to the river do a little like ceremony where we smudge and i don't know we sang songs yesterday i don't think we did today no yeah we but just went and the then yeah and then just we all go around the circle take a spoonful of it and then we all go find our little personal spot in the river somewhere and just sit there for half an hour and, and meditate.
0: And do you feel any any effects? So you were saying that's pretty? It's subtle. It's a low dose. Yeah, it's yeah. subtle. But
1: so is like microdosing LSD or, or yeah. mushrooms. But yeah. I mean, the effects the effects in general of doing psychedelics is like documented, right? So I mean, you know that these changes are happening in your brain at some level. Just it's yeah. not a pronounced
0: Super level. Super interesting. Really. Yeah. That is really interesting. I don't know how how that would be like doing that long term for a long period of time, but yeah. I feel like if you did it in bursts like mm-hmm. i'd probably be more comfortable with the idea of that and it would be like maybe like a burst of like i don't know 2 to 3 weeks or yeah. something yeah. and then like obviously you don't do it again for a while but I think doing right. that on a regular basis might be an interesting experiment right. to see yeah. like what changes you yeah. could notice or what other people like changes other people noticing you yeah,
1: yeah. or cool. what a lot of people do with LSD is like every third or fourth day or something like yeah. that and you yeah. do that for a while like three or four months then you take like maybe a month break two week month break or something like yeah. that yeah uh, and then you go back to doing it yeah. is but that what
0: you did because you mentioned that yeah, you were doing yeah. yeah that, like that's what LSD I was doing
1: for like four months before and like I, I like LSD but like I was telling you like I found the micro dosing it was like a lot more focused and uh more like internal work isolated like i didn't really like hanging out with people during it maybe there's a
0: possibility of like sometimes you need a certain thing at a certain time so maybe it's like better to microdose for example something like that when you're going through like a stage of writing a book or something yeah right or you're going through like a a lot of like writing your
1: doctorate or something like that or
0: whatever whatever you're doing maybe some creative effort and you're just at a point that you can't pass and you just you needed me to be help, and right. you try doing that as right. an experiment. But
2: well, well, like like you were saying with neuroplasticity, it's like I think that like in order to be in order to like really fully like attain a good neuroplasticity, so you can change a lot and really learn new stuff, you need to break out of that routine, right? And that routine can be as simple as like being at home and waking up and going to work or whatever. But it can also be the routine of how you experience life, and like if you're always sober. You always experience life the exact same, right? So taking a small amount of this consistently, not all the time, like you're saying, but then that breaks you out of your routine of like regular experience. So that that allows you to trigger neuroplasticity and kind of learn more, right? Mm-hmm, but like you're saying, if you were doing that for two or three years or whatever then all of a sudden that becomes your routine and so now you're not you're not neuroplastic anymore because you're so used to it it's your routine to ha- alter your perception a little bit every single morning
1: but that's right? every single morning and yeah. then you look at like yeah, people yeah. like this right and he'll yeah. he does ayahuasca like full doses every weekend and i think so that's why a lot of people say like do do lsd for microdosing every third or fourth day because then you don't build up a tolerance to it i think whenever you build up a tolerance to anything that's where like the neuroplasticity kind of would uh, be stunted i guess or
2: or, or that lose you need effect. you need to take more for it to not only that it, yeah. it
0: could all it, yeah all of those yeah. things but it could also become a thing or it's like an unhealthy addiction or attachment yeah. right yeah like well, i mean everything's yeah. the whole point of everything is so we don't yeah. get attached and
2: yeah else. or you just keep doing more and more until a point where you have to do so much that it physically
1: takes a burden exactly. on yeah. you right yeah. yeah so once a week is like uh once a week is, like, a, a pretty good... I think a
0: number for, for every individual, it's, like, an individual thing. Oh, like, for example, help. it's, like, drinking, smoking, having weed, doing anahuasca. Yeah. Like, everything yeah. is just, like, whatever you feel like you're being honest with yourself, that's, like, a good amount. And if you can stay, be disciplined to stay inside that and yeah. not, kind of, tell yourself excuses to think that more is enough just because you enjoy that much or something. Yeah. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah um but then drugs. as long as it's a better item or less then that's fine yeah. But if it goes over that it becomes yeah. like an unhealthy relationship yeah. that's like yeah. with anything like food uh, yeah. even sugar yeah well
2: whatever. yeah i was speaking with happy about this another student from our program and he was just saying he's like who's in control like anything that you do you always have to ask yourself who's in control you know whether it's like with smoking it's like well it's probably acceptable but as soon as it becomes it is in control of you then that's an unhealthy thing smoking weed it's like it's definitely good to smoke weed and alter your perception from time to time but as soon as that be- it controls you then that's a problem or like TV right it's like mm. you know there's lots of interesting things to watch on TV that you can learn so in no means is watching TV a completely negative thing mm. but people become becomes so addicted to it that it starts controlling them so now they're at home and they have an hour to spare and instead of reading a book or playing guitar or doing something they're drawn into that tv yeah. right and that's like well the tv is controlling you and that's where it's like a point of negativity yeah, thinking right? about
0: writing a book on this very subject but yeah. in a different light like i can't it was an idea that i came across in one of my journals today actually it's yeah. called the social media diet yeah and it would be about like having a healthy relationship with social media yeah, and right. how to like like little maybe hacks or tricks to like find ways to like make sure that you're kind of a little challenged and stuff right. like that yeah like, like leave your
1: phone at right. home or something
0: like yeah that. yeah, like, yeah, okay, or, yeah. Or, or like yeah like like try to you know you can only allow yourself to have a certain amount of YouTube for the week or something yeah. or whatever right. it is yeah.
2: which I think would be super important because I don't think that like social media is a hundred percent a negative thing mm. i think it's like a tool right just like yeah. a hammer you know a hammer is great at hammering the nails but it's also great at bashing your skull and it's just how you use the tool right yeah, So yeah. there's nothing wrong with social media but like bashing your skull, yeah, that's but, yeah, but, but you know it's, but that's how the tool is and yeah, so like yeah. social media is a tool you can use it for great things you can use it to like to you know experience and see new things create new ideas like meet new people like you know adventure whatever but you can also use it to become fully addicted to that realm of like i need to fucking show yeah, everybody that my life is or sick or social
0: Yeah, acceptance or it's whatever. Hard, like, hard to break out of that because it, kind of yeah. one of the rules of it is to be consistent and to always be posting so yeah. that you can get more followers which is kind of right like, and get more likes yeah it's yeah like a game. it's a comparison I, yeah game i read game.
2: this
1: comparison yeah game.
2: i read this thing and i don't know if it was true enough, but it said that instagram was thinking about the idea of completely wiping out like you can't look at someone's profile and see how many followers they have or how many likes they have in their photos and like you can still see all their photos you can still follow no. them see everything but like that idea of how many people are you following or are following you and how many likes you're getting is completely
1: vanished. I doubt like, they'd ever do that. Yeah, like, but the like, money that would they would lose. I feel that. like that would yeah. be the
0: best idea.
1: Though. Like yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, but it's but just yeah. not a money making. Well, well, yeah, in, in yeah. terms of a, yeah, in terms of a money making idea, no. But like, but money. yeah, but could I you feel like if the tide turns and more
0: people realize that it's so unhealthy, which yeah. is happening with the whole Facebook, debacle yeah. and everything, yeah, and people start to catch on with like all these things that are happening with yeah. like, I don't know if you heard about all the things that like happening online with free speech and all that kind of thing. No, really, no. So all all. All that stuff that's going on, like it's pretty much like um, they're banning people from certain accounts because they can't say certain because they're saying certain things, and like right. free speech kind of being violated right. in a lot of areas. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like people start if people start to catch on enough to realize that something like that if they're using it, they're using data in a way that is unhealthy because they are, and, it, yeah. and it's not like a nice thing to be doing, but they're doing it for like you know whoever knows what millions of reasons and right. the ones that aren't like you know a positive reason. Yeah. If people, when people start to catch on, people that are actually doing it, so companies that are actually doing things like removing the, the likes and the follows and yeah. stuff, and doing things that you can tell are being conscious, yeah. they're the ones who are going to flourish because people are going to realize that. That's what yeah. I believe. Yeah. But I do believe yeah. that it's not. I don't know if it's going that it's way or what not. Do like, you, like how many people's self
2: worths would just disappear overnight yeah. if they just got rid of that? But like, maybe that's a hard lesson people. they need to
0: learn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, exactly. Like if you're that extent,
2: like well you're kind of fucking up already, you know?
0: I agree
1: that's the way to go, but, like, I really think that, like, it's, they're they're owned by corporations, and the the corporations have a bottom line to serve, right? I
0: think it's up to people, like, if you're going to post things, to be able to do it in a way that, like, speaks to these kind of values. Like, I know people that don't have ads on on their programs. I know other people that, like, I don't know, like they, they do things that go out of the way oh, to a yeah. person out, and that helps but them I don't think that's her. the
1: norm. I think it goes back to like... I think it's
0: becoming the norm if you want to be like, I guess, successful online today, you need to be becoming more real and real in a world that's becoming more kind of fake.
1: fake. But that's it. The world's becoming more and more fake and so yeah, it'll be yeah. the, the yeah. smaller portion of people that are actually... Doing, yeah. And it goes back to like when we were talking about creatives and like... Uh, doing it for the money, doing it for the followers versus doing it for yourself and comparing yourself to who you were yesterday. Like that Jordan Peterson uh, rule and, or but like, yeah. Comparing yourself to who you were yesterday and really focusing on your own craft versus like how you chalk up to other people's crafts. And it's like, just people just get too much dopamine from like, from other people liking their stuff and from like, from getting other people to follow them. And, And I think it's just more of an instantaneous, it's, it goes back to like, instantaneous gratification, right? People are always seeking instantaneous gratification. And one of the fastest ways for instantaneous gratification is if you post a picture, seeing how many people liked your post that day. It depends where you're coming
0: from and the intention behind everything. That's what I learned. That's like one of the biggest lessons from my It was like intention and vibrations and like positivity and negativity and energies these are like real things yeah. and it's like
1: people do pick up on that but that you
0: know, was right. crazy like what happened was like that was magic like it was yeah. magic it was like ah, i feel like getting up i get up everyone gets up yeah, yeah. then i feel like like lying down it's like someone must got sleepy and the waves are kind of transmitted to me yeah, yeah. yeah. you yeah. start feeling the
1: energy level everyone's like the same person the yeah, it's like yeah, so yeah. crazy yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you get up and you feel like your presence in the eyes of everyone else. You're like, okay, so I've got a tiptoe around this. I can't like disturb these people over here. Yeah. I don't want to wake these people up. Yeah. This guy's going through his own journey, so I'm just like... I don't want to disrupt anything. I just want to like flow into like the energy field of everyone else around yeah. me, and yeah. you're, like, you're hyper aware of that, and it's beautiful because you don't get that every day. You want to.
0: You, everyone's just there to help each other out. Yeah. Right? yeah, we're all there, and we all have feelings towards each other, but we're still learning about ourselves, yeah. which in turn is going to help each other. Yeah. Right. So it's like this really weird, like beautiful cycle. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Speaking yeah. of the ceremonies, man, I really want to hear what you guys wrote down from the ceremonies. Can we? Yeah. Do you want to go first? That? You want me to? I can do like a
0: little uh, bit. Here. Yeah. Let me get. Where's the Yeah. read a little bit of yours. All uh,
1: right. I would
2: say, like, explain kind of what your idea of, like, why you were writing on ayahuasca.
1: Oh, man. I was just, yeah, I, I guess I was just trying to, like, capture down some of my thoughts. And, like, I find that, like, in general, journaling is, like, is is very therapeutic. And so I was, like, okay, I could, like, if I journal on ayahuasca, I can compound the effects of, like, the therapy and, like, and just being able to, like, explore ideas with this inner dialogue in a way that, like, I usually don't... Um, not on ayahuasca, but it ends up coming out very like, like yeah, like abstract and uh yeah. Yeah, but my, of- M- Michael said it pretty well
2: before. It's like when you're writing that type of when you're writing that stuff down yeah. during ayahuasca, you're in a state where there's no ego and it just like flows, like your pen just goes with it, right? Yeah. But then obviously when you step out of that ceremony, you now have your ego back and you're now gonna critique it and like judge yeah. it, and so you yeah. look back at it and you're like, oh you know, this is stupid. Why did I write this? But like really the way to analyze it is like really like put yourself back in that mind state and really like understand what you were thinking at that moment. And I think like, it's you know, about really getting better
0: at describing things because like a yeah. lot of things on the ayahuasca experience are very hard to put into words. So yeah. it's like the more you do it, yeah, maybe you've only done it like a couple of times and then maybe you'll get better at journaling and capturing some of those thoughts because it's something you've practiced and then like you can take more away from this experience and help other people in, the, in, a, in a better way by yeah. sharing that new knowledge.
3: Right, right.
0: Like when we went around that circle and heard what everyone shared, this came from Sophia the other day. She was saying like, I felt like my brothers and sisters were all one and we were all one because like that like that guy that was talking about how he felt like he was always the outcast yeah. and he was like, he was never on the inside. It's like all of us have kind of been through that in one way or another yeah. through our lives and we're all him. So when we're listening to him, we're feeling the pain of it because we know, like, we feel for him. It's like, he's another shade of us. And we're all just other shades of each Mm -hmm. other. So it's kind of like, we're all this one thing that's just connected in a way that we can't, like, our ego gets in the way of us seeing. So when you read these things out, it's kind of like, I don't know, it's like, it's just with a, a glimpse into your presence without that yeah. and so when you're with it it's kind of hard it's like that yeah. it's like when you when you first take ayahuasca and, and things start kind of shifting and You're and you're going into the portal and it's like fuck like things aren't how I thought they were yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, things yeah. are actually yeah. something's going on yeah
1: cool alright well here it goes so feel this flesh this body this temple I've made for you isn't it beautiful the suffering to uh, feel relief believe in this trust in this feel the warmth of the flame as i wrap you in my cocoon i love you and this is how and this is how it's all around you created the illusion you left the garden and i will forever lead you back my sweet suffering child i'm all around if you just chose to awaken i give you the power to build the illusion just as i have given you uh just as i have to break it apart all the tools all around and finally the key the reawakening la medicina Fill your cup, my child, for this is an ocean. All the doors are open. And I think when I wrote that, I was thinking like doors of perception kind of. Yeah. And you begin to feel reality. Bend all your, uh, bend, all your signs, all your labels mean nothing. But your struggle is beautiful. It's noble. Look at how each person chooses their praise. Don't choose wrong. Music is truth. Art is truth. Writing. Let me write. This is where I like start setting up kind of a dialogue. I'm like, let me write. But truth will always be beyond words, always something not quite there, like a photograph to remind you of the time you spent to take uh, taking that photograph. But how else will I remember? How else can I pass on this knowledge, this spirit through music? Music is eternal. It is created and simultaneously destroyed. The only lingering reverberates through the caves of your mind, a memory, just as it was meant to be. That is why writing is impure. It's unnatural. You were never meant to hold on. You were never meant to. Uh, you were meant to create and let go. Writing, writing ripped off your, uh, our clothes. Now you understand why it leaves such a bitter taste in my mouth. I watched as you created your own suffering, and nothing can be done now. My poor child, I'm sorry. I wish it was different. I wish you knew different. I wish you were a part of my consciousness always. I will steal fire, and I can show them. Show them what exactly? Show them the medicine. Show them the music. Show them your words yeah so that was like that's
0: intense dude yeah super and mental. it was it was interesting the way you wrote that yeah it was like like from, like, speak- style. It was like from ayahuasca yeah 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 yeah. i that. really like that yeah and that was fascinating because like i heard a lot of the same messages it's Very like it's, yeah it was really poetic, yeah. the way you put it Just
1: abstract yeah
0: yeah but like but that's what you were that's what was it channeling. felt loving yeah, yeah. like
1: and I, I, I yeah i i set up that dialogue i think well set it up like i really felt like yeah i guess it was like a hallucination of like just to feel the love of like something else some yeah. other entity like yeah, yeah. i think that's what spirituality is about it's about feeling another entity kind of supporting your like your journey through life and like
0: giving you comfort in that i guess yeah i definitely felt the other entity like yeah in the in, yeah in the, in the whole right life, man. In in every in every way way space and, it, and,
3: yeah everything like, yeah, like, oh
2: yeah man
0: it wasn't just like, I know something's here in this temple. It's like something's everywhere all the time, yeah. always, forever.
2: Yeah, dude. First, first <laughs> I trip I had, man, I remember I like, I knew nothing about it at all. And the first vision I had, like I didn't even know like what it was, like where it came from or anything. And the first vision I had was like this vine kind of like creeping out, like expanding towards me. And there was all these spiders crawling on the vine. And I was kind of like, it wasn't a scary thing, but it was just like, what, what was that vision? Like that was a weird vision. And then the next morning I was reading this book and it was like talking about, it was called, uh, uh the acid test. And it just goes over a bunch of like psychedelics and like psychedelic therapy and stuff like that. Um, but like one of the things it started talking about was ayahuasca and it's like, yeah, the ayahuasca comes from this leaf and it comes from this vine. And there's this type of spider that really likes to like nest on this vine and it's, like, this specific type of spider. And, like, I that was, like, exactly what I saw without knowing it. And I was just, like, holy shit, man. Like, yeah, it's interesting there's when something else Ophir, going on here, Ophir you
0: know? talks about, like, the cac- cacti and the San Pedro and how, like, I think he was saying, like, someone was saying, like, something blooms under, like, moonlight. Yeah. And that's the kind of vibe when you have that kind of a medicine. Oh, that's cool. And then when you have, like, ayahuasca, because it's, like, a jungle, you see, like, jaguars and snakes. Right. There's a lot of snakes and right. visuals people see. Right. And, like, these kind of jungle vibes jungle energy and that's why doing it in the jungle in nature it feels so like connected and it'd be interesting having in like the mountains of the differences but he was saying like all these different types he was saying like yeah like all the different types you get a feeling of where the environment that they were kind of thriving in in the desert or in the jungle in different places he was saying all these different ones but it was really fascinating that you saw the spider And I've heard about the spider a lot of times. I think Anastasia was saying something really fascinating about a vision she saw. Her intention was something to do with like, where does, or her question was something to do was like, where do these like heavy kind of thoughts and things come from or thoughts in general. And then she just saw like this spider going over its own web, like a million times till the middle Mm -hmm. of the web became this big ball of like web. And it was like, Thought it was like the spider going over thought, and that was like one thought, and that's how it builds. It builds through like intention, yeah. And like other times, you keep going over the thought in your mind, you make it like a real thing. So, that was like super fascinating when she was like explaining. But that was another spider, is what I'm saying. So, it's like it's that's super weird, yeah. yeah. And that's like one of those moments that like magic happens, and you're like, Mm. magic just happened. Like, it was like that wasn't like that's like that's a magical moment. And what I learned from ayahuasca was like. That's they're the kind of moments you should cherish in life, the ones that are magical, like the ones where you feel intense love for like a partner or like the ones where you feel like, you know, like a companionship with your mates or like the ones where you feel like, I don't know, like just like you're floating downstream and you're enjoying nature. Like those kind of moments, sunrises, sunsets, they're the ones that are like important to experience in this this life. That's what, that's kind of like the message I got. Yeah, I I agree with that. Focus on like creating some kind of environment where you can have as many of those as possible
2: but then also just to counter that and like go back to the silence of the darkness exactly you gotta like be able to cherish those really like dark moments and cherish those really intense but that's what allows
0: you to cherish those special moments like all the darkness and all the the quietness yeah
1: Yeah, i wouldn't even say it's like the dark moments it's kind of like the the dictionary of obscure sorrow episode where it was like uh beyond all the highs and lows praise like the the in-between forget what he calls it right. do you remember that video yeah, 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 yeah. and it's like yeah it's like it's the moments that you don't remember that fill the gaps that really makes the other moments meaningful 100%. right it's yeah really, it makes them special
0: so it's yeah. like yeah I appreciate that is it like a lot of people are trying to rush to get places but the journey? that's that comes back to the whole journey thing yeah. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah yeah
0: for sure i'll read you a little bit about what i wrote but i wrote like it ended up being a bit yeah, just fill oh, that whole Nah, 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 nah. I've so, got room for the next hour. Right? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Are you staying for another one? Yeah. Nice. So. Oh, yeah, man. Because
2: yeah. you're here for like, an, you're here for the end of the month. Like, second till or third. Second or third. I think it's on the 25th. So
0: oh, this yeah. is going to be
1: exciting the next one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because uh, yeah, we already have this, like, built kind of Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right? So, I right, wrote, uh, uh, this is weird, Reading reading my stuff. After I took the first cup, uh, and an hour had passed in the temple, uh, things started shape-shifting and it was like like a portal to another realm or another universe or dimension kind of opened up and all my senses were kind of experiencing like really strange sensations and everything went like super blurry and started like i didn't really want to use this word but like glitching like yeah Mm -hmm. i felt like it was like things were just kind of like staticky and like you have to like hit the tv box but like back in the days yeah and then i learned the importance like in that moment i learned the importance of like love and that we're all one connected being and our thoughts feelings and intentions have much more power than i realized before and i felt like i was the earth and i was every single being plant animal um kind of anything with sentient life or even the even i felt like even like rocks like every part of the earth and universe was, like, in me, but I also felt, like, just, like, everyone else was an individual, at the same time, and it was, like, like, I started feeling this, like, intense love that made me start crying with happiness, and then, um, I realized, like, the importance of breathing and why, you know, you need to breathe when you calm down, but how breathing really helps, like, through difficult situations and really shows you that everything's okay and you're here right now, like, like when you're meditating or like when you're stressed out and someone's like there just saying like just breathe or yeah. like i don't know just breathing in general helps you kind of ground yourself and, and you, i don't know it's like really important i realized the importance of it yeah no. and the because all the scary shit started happening and i started breathing and it was all sweet so i was like okay i'm gonna keep doing this because i remember sophia had mentioned that like meditation will help me when i'm inside so she had like so lucky because so i spent like a week with her and we we're just talking about stuff and like thirty lessons over before the first one, so I went in there kind of already like prepared right. with like a bit of information. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. going into the forest like with all my gear, I've got everything I need. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's funny. and then oh uh, yeah, and then like the layers of layers of conditioning that we've all been put through, and all the purging that was happening, it kind of made me realize that you know there are many versions of reality, and this is just one of them. And especially with things with shapeshifting, I thought that, and the beauty of like the universe and how beautiful, you know things are always the way they're meant to be and, and like there's something unknown but like it doesn't matter we don't need to figure that out like allow it to be unknown i don't know that's just like some of the stuff that yeah yeah i was
2: yeah. gonna were you reading that or was that like did you just go off
1: like the first kind of ideas and then yeah, yeah. it's was pretty much reading it loosely i wrote about the uh the breath too in line yeah it's like that it, it was huge like especially with like the the different singing parts and there was parts where like Uh, If I didn't know the lyrics to a Portuguese song, I would just go into like a straight-alm meditation like Yeah, I just felt like just getting connected with that Yeah,
0: I think I don't know if Nicole said this but I think I remember her saying it I remember I remember her saying it, but I don't know if she actually said it is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it was like Tell me if she said this it was like even if you if you can't sing the music just like dance with it or just like feel it because yeah. that will add the energy to the circle
4: yeah yeah yeah. because like, like a,
0: even yeah. if you don't want to like sing words if you're humming or if you're lying on the on the bed and you're just yeah. like into it that into it energy joins together yeah. and it creates something yeah you know what i mean yeah. like
2: it creates a space it's no? different, it's different to like if i turn
0: away from the yeah. circle and i'm just yeah, like then yeah, then you yeah, probably know oh that person probably yeah. needs help yeah like yeah, they're yeah. in a space they need us to help them out or her out yeah
2: it, yeah. dude, it creates the space and like that's a big part of like what we're learning in this program is like how important the ceremony is because it just creates a space right because like it's so easy to kind of just get lost in this like the strongest psychedelic ever created like it's like so easy to get lost in that and so it's like whether you believe in like whether you believe in spirits or energy or just vibes like creating this space for people to just yeah. sit and experience mm-hmm. like gives you that good energy and it gives this like positive environment right and so like so, definitely like creating that space where like everybody is up and present and creating that good energy. But you can
0: do that. You can create that space in moments in your life. Like that turntable yeah, yeah. idea was like part of like, how can we like add to that space? Right, but right, right, you right. could like have, even if you're just being positive and full of light of people around you, you're kind of, or, or if someone's going through a hard time, just sitting next to them and just giving them time yeah. to just, yeah. even in silence, just giving them that, you know, you're there. Yeah. Like, there's ways that you way. can really add space in your life. Yeah. But that's something I realized as well. Like, yeah,
2: yeah, consciousness. Yeah. I, uh, I, one of my helper experiences the other night, there was the one guy, I don't know if you remember him, but he was, like, really, like, gone. Like, the first night, he was, like, standing on the rain and he was, like, soaking wet and he was just, like, not very in control yeah. Who's of himself. This? I don't remember that. Uh, I can't remember oh, what yeah, his I name was. Him. But, um, but yeah, and so the second night, like, because I was a helper, so I had to, like, <laughs> kind of keep track of everybody and make sure nobody was wandering off into the forest. And so I noticed he was at the fire for a really long time. So I went to go check on him. And he was just, like, lying in the ground kind of next to the fire. And so I was like, hey, man, you all right? Like, what's going on? Can I get you anything? And he's like, yeah, could you get me some water? So when he grabbed him some water, came back, put my blanket around him because he looked kind of cold and just, like, chilled. I was like, what's going on? And he was like, "He was like, I'm really scared to take the third glass, man. Like, I, I don't know if I want to. Like, I'm, like, really scared for it. And I was just like, and I told him, I was like, man, well, like, I was like, you definitely don't have to. That's like nobody's forcing you to take it. I was also like, but also, man, like, worry about that when the third glass gets announced, because this was like pretty soon after the second glass. Yeah. So we had hours, like three yeah. probably hours. before I was, glass. I
0: was the same as him. though yeah, I was yeah. feeling that worry. Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. But how were you feeling like when the third glass came around, or like? I, I didn't. I decided to, you know, by then I wasn't right. going to have it. Right, and, and so the only thing was just like, uh and so I was just like, man, like you don't definitely don't That's have a- to do take it, but also I was like decide when you get to that point where the third glass is up i was like for now man just be present exactly. with what's going on around us and i was just like but that's a tough, tough
0: spot to like a tough thing to go through like ah, this is so strong yeah. i don't know how i'm gonna yeah. have another one yeah
2: man but i think that like that's you shouldn't experience it that way where you're like looking for the future and you're like scared for the future because mm. then that's like creating this whole like this whole storyline or something where instead exactly. you can just be like present in the moment and so i was like i was like man like we'll decide that later if you should take another i was like but for now, let's just be present with what you're experiencing right now. And I was just like, let's just take some breaths and chill. And like, so we just sat there and like looked at the fire and the stars and just took some breaths together. And like, it was like a really like, we're yeah, sitting here. Cool. We don't have any like, distractions. We just want like, like, to like deep conversations.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's like a really, it's a nice thing. It doesn't always happen when you're in like a group setting. You know? Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, exactly. Unless you have that intention. And yep. That's why I thought that that was really cool that you would Buddies back home, you do that but, thing where you're saying where you like where you, yeah. where you have those like intention circles where you guys say, like, each person kind of has a talking stick or whatever and gets to like share their share. Yeah, their we attention. do
0: it without the stick, but it's yeah. really because I feel like the stick kind of adds an element of like a pressure to talk when you yeah. receive the right, stick, right? And you're, on top of yeah. that, it's kind of like
2: you don't, yeah, you're forced to,
0: it. yeah, and then it's kind of like as well, it's like it's you can't like someone can't just say something that they're thinking, so I have to wait till the stick comes around, right? Yeah. But then at the same time, it is important to really listen to, so like, I've noticed this. Like, I've noticed this through, like, I don't know, just, like, conversations I've had with people, like, disagreements as well. It's, like, it's important to, like, really listen to people. And even if you've got, like, a thought, somehow bury that down and just completely mm-hmm. listen so that You can just really absorb everything mm-hmm. and then formulate your opinion. Even if you forget your thought, it doesn't even matter. Because it's like so nice to just hear other people's. Like, that's what oh, I was talking yeah. about being like the student, like learning from people. Yeah. And even looking at ways to, like, how the fuck may I, like, where did I go wrong there? How could I be thinking about this differently so I'm not upset about it or so that, yeah. you know, my ego's out of the way or mm-hmm. whatever it is? It's like, all everything's like a chance for self like reflection. Right.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah, man. Seek to understand first before being understood. It's yeah. It's like a really good role to live by, man. Yeah. Because I think that so many people just listen with the intent to, to say something else, right? Like, and you can tell sometimes too, right? Like, and like, I think that you being able to listen really well also allows you to have more intense experiences. Mm-hmm. Because I think if you don't really listen, you can sometimes tell and you'll be talking to someone and you can tell they're just like waiting to say something. And they're not even like giving a shit what you're saying. So I'm kind of like, I think subconsciously you're like, well, I'm not going to get deep into conversation with this person because... I can tell he doesn't give a fuck about what I'm saying, right? <laughs> or whatever. And so it's like, if you actually really get learn that skill of how to really listen, then someone's going to be looking at you and like, see like, oh, wow, this guy's really listening to me. I'm actually going to share some something, right? Like yeah. Something really meaningful. And you get to important. some places that you wouldn't have um, Yeah, you get to places that you would never get to if you weren't listening. I guess you wouldn't care if you were just looking to talk anyways. But like, yeah. You know, but Before
0: we get to the diary, I, I want to know a little bit about your little mate in the first ceremony. Which mate? Your little mate that the, you were kind of the jamming bug, with. Man? Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. And then oh, this jeez. motherfucker.
2: He yeah. threw him
1: away,
0: dude. You threw him away? Yeah, he yeah. threw him what? away. Because I saw him like, like. What the
1: fuck? Yeah, no, uh, what I know. Yeah. The second night I found a bug and I was like, man, I understand what Aiden was going through. Dude. But when at the time I was like, man, man he's not participating in the music no anymore and he's kind of in his own world there and he's like, <laughs> you're you know, to like, be like, I like, like, was wow, still like, with the music. Yeah, I
2: was still very much with the music. Like maybe like not a 100%. You were just like, oh, yeah, 100%. I had him in my hand and I was like jamming with him. Yeah, I was for a while. When I saw you, though, you were like looking at him. Without me. without a like, doubt yeah. without a doubt every like you know every couple songs I might have like stopped singing for like maybe 30 seconds just to be like whoa man like, he's look still there like dog like I was looking into his soul and he was looking into mine man. like it was so funny and he literally sat on my lap for like an hour and a half and he was like right here and I even like brushed him off at one point and he came crawling back onto my <laughs> lap and then I like put him on my shoulder for a little bit and he was just chilling on my shoulder and I was just like yeah man i was fucking love that guy he's such a homie man <laughs> and then yeah and then I, I went up to go get another glass because they were they were doing a third glass and so i didn't want to lose him so i like gave him to Marin. and then i went and took the other glass and then i was like standing outside like kind of just like get gaining my wits because i was so fucked and mary comes on and he just like does this and i was like what was that man <laughs> was like, that was the bug and i was like what <laughs> i said him free man yeah. that's like a
0: message like can't hold on to things yeah, yeah. That, that's
2: what he said he's like you can't hold on to this bug you're getting too attached get back into the music
0: and I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right man all right
2: i'll do it but god that's I funny i miss yeah. that guy yeah show that i miss guy. that guy yeah, <laughs> Shout yeah, out he... to homie wherever he's, at, yeah. man. Hopefully yeah. he's hopefully he's reproducing hey in the jungle somewhere next deep.
1: ceremony I'll get you Papa Roach yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll chill with Papa Roach the whole no season.
2: fuck that guy man! <laughs> I don't want to touch that guy I got respect for him. Upper Roach to is
0: this huge roach in one of the dude, toilets. Dude, yeah. in the bathroom down Papa roach. In the
2: bathroom by the fucking thing, dude. He's kingpin of that area. We see him every single night. He's with them like no joke, he's this big of a cockroach, oh, really? man. Full palm, he's yeah. I've never seen a bigger cockroach in my fucking life, man. Like this guy is massive. Upper and he's like yellow and kinda has some orange and red spots and he just fucking Every night he's just there somewhere in the bathroom. Just I told you guys about wagon. that
0: bug that was like tripping out with the wings. No, no. It like came up to my arm and it yeah. started like, had like oh, like yeah, lines on its wings and it was like doing these like shapes and was stuff. It and it was just during like,
2: the ceremony? Yeah, it was like yeah. at the
0: end of the second one. Yeah. It was just kicking it and, and I just couldn't stop staring at it. Yeah. And it was there for ages. It like it was like kind of like playing, like mucking around with me, like jumping yeah. on and off me right. and playing with the wings. Right. It was like, That's crazy. It was so yeah. weird from a
2: bug. Yeah, yeah. You know. I, yeah, I wonder because it's like like man do you think like because i've I've heard a ton of experiences now about people like in these places like Getting very intrigued With the bugs around them Like Adam was saying He had an experience That one night Where it was like This bug landed on his songbook And the candle was right in front of it And this guy had these Two really big antennas And the way he was like Moving these antennas Was like to the music He was like It was like directly to the music and So he's just watching this bug Just like dance Because the antennas Like created a shadow In his book So he was just watching This shadows like dance On his page And it was coming from this bug And so I just wonder like Like Do you think that in any way shape or form do the bugs like kind of get int- intrigued or i think it's something
0: in- of, like we're all nature like yeah. we're all connected that
2: and, uh, that or do you think that it's just like bugs are actually that interesting all the time but like we only like really appreciate how interesting they are when yeah that's, we're, that's, when that's our part second of it too else. i think yeah, yeah. anything's that interesting all the time. yeah yeah like
0: even just like yeah like if we pick one leaf yeah and just stare at it like we yeah. can find so many intricacies that so we've never really appreciate. It. right totally it just comes back to those kind of moments
2: right, right yeah yeah, man, because any time a bug normally lands on me, I just, like, flick it off, like, don't even think twice about it. But on ayahuasca, if a bug lands on me, I'm like, hello, little yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm like, hello, little friend. Would you like <laughs> to be I'm my home? A conversation. Let's
1: just hang out for next hour.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just, like, observe <laughs> his patterns, observe the way he moves. Do you need to look
1: and... at the songbook? There you go, man.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you want to sing this one, then? <laughs> no, nah, it was crazy. That bug was so funny, man. And just like he wouldn't move. Like I was even, cause I was definitely in the music, cause I was even like shaking like this at one point. But he's just like on my finger there and he's just not moving. His <laughs> buddy, yeah. yeah, and then fucking, and then like, and then like an hour into it, he flew, like he flew off my chest and onto the ground. And I was like, I was just so surprised because I thought he was stuck on me because he couldn't fly and like he couldn't get off. But he fucking could fly the whole time, man. So it's purely his yeah, choice. Yeah, the options the whole time. It's purely yeah. his choice to be chilling on me, man.
0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Good People Effect podcast. I hope you really got something out of this episode as I hope you get something out of every episode on the show. If you want to show your love and support, For the show, if you are appreciating the lessons that are coming through these conversations, stories and experiences of these good people, then please visit goodpeopleeffect.com. You'll be able to see all the episodes on there as well as a bit more information about each of the guests and a little bit on the show notes section will lead you to, you know, recommended reading and, you know, just some great resources that have been passed along to me through each of the episodes. So goodpeopleeffect.com. Please check it out. Please support the show. Uh, But until next time, be well.